welcome back to the Bro Country Podcast. My name is Joey, and as always, I'm joined by... Hey man, it's Chris over here. What's going on tonight, Joey? Not a whole lot, man. Just ready to knock this Q&A out we've got tonight. I'm pretty excited for it. Absolutely, man. It's going to be another good one. Yeah, got an up-and-coming artist coming on the pod. He's actually been playing music for quite a while, but uh, we actually just discovered him recently, guys. So we're uh, super excited to get to talk with him here in a bit and let you guys get to know him a little bit as well. So, Absolutely. Uh, Prior to that, though, we did want to knock out our news segment, as that is what we do every week, and we would be remiss not to do so. There was quite a bit going on, but not a whole lot this past week, man. Uh, yeah, what do you got? What's uh, what's shaking in Nashville? Yeah, Drew Parker's While You're Gone Fine with the Radio, and it yep. was the third most added song to Media Base this week with 18 ads. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's very impressive. I think I've read an article that said it was it was one of the biggest debut weeks in the last three years for a, yeah. for a brand new debut country artist. So Drew's, <laughs> Drew's definitely on the right track. Yeah. Well, he's got the right people behind him too, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I'm super stoked to see how that does. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure they're going to press it at radio and it's going to do well. Yeah. It's a great song anyway. It's been on uh, Sirius for a while anyway. Yeah, it has been. I mean, it's it's already probably his signature song, and mm-hmm. uh, for for people like us that have been following him, and uh, you know, it's, it's. I was thinking about today, you know, that the one line about the BPP, P, BPPBR <laughs> is so catchy, and it's kind of like, uh, it's just kind of already kind of like one of his taglines. Yeah. So I think that I, you know, that's. I think it's really got a shot. You know, I mean, he wrote it. He co-wrote it with Jamison Rogers, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm really looking for big things out of Drew. Absolutely, man. I think he's even got some merch made after the BP PBR line too, like T-shirts. Does he? Yeah, oh, I don't cool, think I, I forget exactly, but I think I saw him promoting that on one of the groups or something. I can't remember, but don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. <laughs> well, but yeah, so that that's we're, super exciting. We're gonna see, I'm going to see him open for Luke on September 4th in Boone, and mm-hmm. then I think there's a free show up up near you that we might we might be able to go to here later in the summer. Yeah, it's in July. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago here. Yeah, it's July. Is it July 23rd? Something, somewhere around there. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so we'll definitely have to check that out. Absolutely. Man. But what, another what news, else is going on? Yeah, Willie Nelson announced the Outlaw Music Festival with oh, man. Uh, I kn- some of the bigger names. Sturgill Simpson's going to be there. Chris Stapleton, obviously Willie. There's a whole list of artists that are going to be performing at this festival, and those dates were announced and everything, so... The icon that is Willie Nelson is still crushing it, still going on tour, still doing shows. That's so pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely, man. The, I think the the big date is the Austin date, and I think mm-hmm. Stapleton's the Stapleton's on that show with him. And uh, yeah, like you said, Sturgill's on a bunch of the shows. Margot Price, uh, Nathaniel Ratcliffe. Um, he's been doing this for for you know probably the last five or six years in the summertime. And like you know what, two years ago we saw uh, we saw it in Cincinnati when Luke was with mm-hmm. him. So it's a it's a good show. Yeah, most definitely. So that was some news that came out, and then the the Billboard Music Awards happened, and some uh, big names in country music won some awards, obviously. So uh, we'll start there. Gabby Barrett won Top Country Female Artist and Top Country Song with I Hope, which was yeah, cool. Yeah, and I think she, she won um, Top All Genre Collaboration, too. For yeah, I she hope, did so. with Charlie. Yeah, that's wild, man. Crazy, three of them. It I'm is. Like, yeah. Impressive. That That song has just been amazing for her. Yeah, I mean, the Billboard Music Awards is not fan-voted or industry-voted. It's strictly based on how big the songs were. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't take this away from her. That's, that's really impressive. Absolutely. 
And then uh, Morgan Wallen won a few awards as well, even though he was he banned did. from uh, being there or performing. So that was kind of cool to see him win some awards because, you know, amongst everything that happened, you know, the album that he dropped is incredible. Absolutely, um, man. He won Top Country Artist, Top Country Album, and Top Country Male Artist. Yep. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> Florida Georgia Line won Top Country Duo or Group. Which I'm, I'm kind of surprised Dan and Shay didn't win that, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It, it surprised was me a little bit. Super strange. And speaking of FGL, can we just talk about their next radio single? <laughs> tell the tell the listeners. Little bit is what it's called, and it's. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even really listen to it all the way through. We actually had uh, <laughs> one of our listeners ask us to bring it up. Uh, David on YouTube commented on our uh, episode and asked us to talk about this. And what a what an interesting single to put out to country radio. <laughs> it's yeah, a rap. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty much a rap song, you know. It is. I mean, you know if. <laughs> If somebody's going to do it with Nelly, which this is their third collaboration with Nelly, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if somebody's going to do it, it's going to be FGL. And I really think that, I mean, this is, they only released two singles from this last album, and now they're moving on to uh, this. And this is this is on Nelly's project. There's a remix of this on the end of their album, but mm-hmm. it's not that version. It's the it's the version that came out first, which it, it has a ton of streams, and, yeah. you know, it's getting a lot of plays out there, but it's definitely not a country song i just can't i just don't see how you know with all due respect how songs like that can go to country radio right no, yeah. yeah i mean I it's, know, it's it, weird it sounds like a huge pop hit but it yeah. does not, not sound like something that would be played on country radio yeah it's it's i don't know insulting we'll see, maybe we'll see I, I, I think <laughs> i don't know uh, I don't have I don't have high hopes for it on on country radio i think yeah, I, don't, I don't i don't think so it's it's weird how Country radio has just changed over time, you know, and the type of music that can just be allowed on the charts. I mean, that's a story for another day, though. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so that's a very interesting choice to send to the radio. I, I don't think it's going to do well. I think a lot of people are going to be pissed off about it because they're going to do the whole, it's not country, you know, so. Yeah, which I agree. It's, it's not. It's, you know, it's a pop song. But anyway. Uh, then, they announced a big tour today, though. Yeah, they did. Uh, FGL, Lauren Elena, and Russell Dickerson announced their tour. So that <laughs> Everybody is going to be on tour this this late summer and fall. I don't, mm-hmm. It's amazing when you think about even just trying to schedule these amphitheaters because every almost every other day there's going to be a show at most of these places. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be wild. Well, as all the restrictions are starting to get lifted and you know not as tight for the you know in reference to the pandemic, yeah, so many more artists are like, oh shoot, I'm going to schedule a tour finally, and you know I, I'm I'm here for it, man. I'm excited. That's right, man. Been a long time without a, a real live show, you know? Let's go. We're ready. <laughs> but then Morgan Wallen uh, dropped an unreleased song, actually, to his social media, Thought You Should Know, which is a co-write with Miranda Lambert. It is. Yeah, it's a co-write. Um, it's a good impressive. one. Yeah, yeah. That, I love that song, man. It's kind of like a letter to his mom and how he's been drinking too much and... Basically, kind of like he's calling home late at night to talk to his mom about just his life and thoughts and how he's met this girl. And I loved it, man. I thought it, you know, Morgan, you know, obviously is one of our favorites. So anything he really puts out, I pretty much like. It's, but. it's weird because it sounds like something that he wrote recently with a kind of about the stuff he's going through. But from what I read online, this is like, it's like a year, year and a half old that, that they wrote mm-hmm. it a long time ago. And, and it was considered for dangerous. And, you know, for whatever reason, they just, um, 
they just they just left it off. But you know, I guess it probably just struck a nerve to him right now and thought it was thought it was a good time to to go ahead and get it out there. Yeah, I think he even said something like, "I you know this is." Are there wasn't a better time to play this for you, or this is an appropriate time to play it, or something like that before he starts yeah. singing? And I was like, well, it is kind of fitting to what he's going through right now. So that's right, man. But yeah, I'm like, I, I wonder what they're gonna do with the production on that when it comes out, because you know they're gonna release it. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be we'll stripped see. down. I mean, he's got some, he's got some more stripped down stuff. He does, and it sounds great. But yeah, absolutely, man. That that was really all I had, man. You want to cover any of the charts from this past week? Uh, yeah, I mean, the charts are just, you know, Morgan's still number one on uh, country album chart. Alan Jackson debuted at number two on the oh. country album chart, which is pretty amazing for, for, for Alan. Yeah. Um, and then the number one, we were talking about this earlier, but the number one song at country radio this week is Hell of a View by Eric Church. Boom! Definitely, definitely one of our, our favorites from the last uh, six months to a year for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Super excited. Anytime Eric gets some attention at radio, <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not I mean, often. It's, no, but this one, I, I think we could have predicted early on that this was going to be a hit. I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, it's got it's got just enough um, just enough of what radio wants, but also just enough of what Eric does best. So it's it's a, I mean, it was a smart move to release that as a single for sure. Yeah, most definitely, man. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get our guest on tonight, guys. We're gonna have Sam Coon, who, like I mentioned earlier, is a singer songwriter. Uh, Nashville recording artist that we're going to have on the show tonight to do a little Q&A. And then we'll be right back with you guys here in just a moment. And welcome back, guys. We're now joined by our guest, who is a Nashville singing, Georgia raised independent country artist, Mr. Sam Coon. Thanks so much for coming on, Sam. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. We're good. There. Doing well, though. Definitely uh, thankful that you were able to come on the show tonight, man. We appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, most definitely. So for those of you that don't know, uh, Chris and I went up to Dublin, Columbus, Ohio area to see our good buddy Brandon Davis that has been on the show and we've talked about before. And Sam was actually the opener for Brandon. That's kind of how we discovered Sam and uh, really got to know his music. And we were just blown away by his vocals and his song choices, so... Um, you know, we got to meet him that night, and then I reached out to ask if he wouldn't mind coming on and chatting with us for our show, and he uh, politely obliged. So here we are, pretty cool. Heck yeah, man! That was a that was a fun night to say the least. Yeah, it was a pretty good turnout <laughs> too, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Man. Such a cool little bar, and uh, yeah, it sounded great in there. Yeah, it did for sure. Yeah, man, oh, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, most definitely, man. So we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, tell us a little bit how you got into playing music, why you started playing music. Well, I guess I was uh, around 15, and I was getting real into Dave Matthews for some reason. And um, I had a, a dude at, at school, he was like a year older than me, asked if I wanted to take lessons on guitar. So I was like, yeah, now I can learn these Dave songs. Um, and it kind of took off from there. So like once I got into college, I guess I started writing original songs, maybe like 2005. Um, and, and I used to be just into rock mainly um with a little bit of alternative but that was about it like for me um for i want to say maybe until 2013 and then i ended up joining a country band so i kind of switched gears there but we got to tour um the whole country for about two years so it was a band called jesta james um it's jesta with a t 
but uh, it was kind of like Colt Ford, uh, and I was the guy that sang all the choruses, basically, and played oh, the acoustic cool. guitar. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. Um, so that's how I kind of got started into country um, and crossed over. Um, so I've been here ever since, man. I can't get away from it songwriting-wise. It's just it's kind of addictive, writing country music. Absolutely, man. It's funny you mentioned uh, Dave Matthews. The very first concert that I ever went to with my buddies, <laughs> that, my, that my parents weren't with me, was a Dave Matthews show here in my hometown. And I will remember that night for, for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a wild else. night that was. He is awesome love. Yeah, dude. It, I've never seen anything like it. I think <laughs> I've been to like 15 concerts. Have you really? Yeah. It's been a while since <laughs> since I saw him, but it's he definitely leaves a leaves a mark on you because it's nothing like going to a country show. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Carter Beaufort on the drums, man. He's oh he's yeah, just crazy. <laughs> he is. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, other than Dave, I mean, as you were starting first to kind of get into country, were you drawn to any certain style or any any certain people there at the back in the 2013 2014 range? Um, I was kind of, you know, I was listening to Blackberry Smoke, and yep. uh, back then Chris Stapleton was, uh, he was kind of unknown, but I was following him before that, because actually in, in the band Jesta James, there was a girl named Dana King that was a, a backup singer in the band, and her cousin is Chris Stapleton, so she was like, hey, you know who this guy is? Have you ever heard of the Johnson Brothers? And I'm like, yeah, I love oh, that's this guy. Awesome, and uh, that's crazy. That's, yeah, so he was like in this southern rock band, it was like, Basically, Leonard Skinner on steroids, you know, with his vocals. <laughs> yeah, and, and if, and if, I was if like, you have not heard that record, go listen to that record. That record is yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, like, it, I followed him a lot, and I got really into just the Southern rock kind of thing. Um, and we did it, you know, with Jesta James, we did a lot of hip-hop stuff, too. So it kind of opened the door to a little bit of R&B. And uh, I kind of went that route, too, honestly. So it was... Uh, it was a lot of fun, though, how that all kind of came together. I never thought I'd be like where I'm at now, but I, I couldn't be happier, really. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. Well, obviously, you know, you spoke about Dave Matthews and those other artists there, but who are some of your favorite current artists that you're listening to? Right now, I would, I mean, I'm always going to say Chris Stapleton first, but uh, Morgan Wallen, I'm a big fan of him, uh, Luke Combs. Um, I'm always anxious to see what Blake Shelton's going to put out, um, yeah, just because, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're always kind of every now and then writing for him, too, so you just never know. Um, he's one of those wild cards, but, yeah, yeah I mean, I think those those three in country are, are my favorites right now, but it, it's always up for change. I mean, I'm a huge fan of, obviously, Brandon Davis, um, That's and right. also my buddy uh, Andrew Janakis, oh, yeah. who's a guy that oh, really? on. Yeah. Oh, he um, does, doesn't he? Absolutely, man. He's crushing. And, he is uh, crushing. Lily Rose, she's she's another one that I'm just a huge fan of. So they're I only know the I only know Lily's single. I haven't I haven't I haven't listened to any of the other stuff yet. But that that song is stuck in my head right now. Man, she's released ever since Villain. She's released two more um, that are that are just as good, if not better. Like really, I'm her last, to check those out. Yeah, her last one. Um, was uh sam hunt was a writer on it oh wow yeah dang that's crazy that's awesome huh. that's <laughs> we're yeah. always looking for new stuff so that's cool <laughs> definitely have to check yeah, that out it's really cool um so, go yeah go ahead joey oh, i was gonna say sam i mean you've obviously put, been putting some music out for a while now what's been your most favorite song to be a part of and why 
Well, honestly, um, I think it would be a song that's unreleased right now. Um, it's a, it's going to be coming out this summer. So I got one called Dry Day in June that's hopefully going to release uh, mid June, and that's going to be followed up by this song. Um, so it's it's a song that I wrote, or me and my buddy Alex Smith, Alex Pennington Smith, uh, we wrote um, just kind of thinking about life and thinking about our kids um, and the situation that we're both in. And so it's a it's a song kind of dedicated to to our kids, and it's called Every Other Weekend. Mm. So it's it's going to be like one of those really powerful kind of songs that I think has like a really positive message for just people out there that are going through the same kind of thing. But it's also you know, it's it, it's just a good positive song to dedicate to your kids, and um, I guess you'll you'll understand like once you hear it. But yeah, yeah, to me like that that was a, a pivotal moment um, as far as like a songwriter and like kind of coming full circle. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you didn't you play that at the show in Dublin? Yeah. I was gonna say yeah, I remember man. that one. Yeah, that one did stick out, man. That's an awesome song. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. How did you get with Brandon there and? and get hooked up for the show up there in Ohio. So I, I met Brandon the first time. I met him through Alex, um, and we had a right set up. It was like a Zoom right. So that was really my first time meeting him. Like I followed him on TikTok for probably at least a year. Um, and at the time, my buddy Anthony Stone, uh, who works with Andrew Janakis, and he works also with, with Brandon, but he was like, you need to check this dude out on TikTok and like kind of see his following um so i've been a fan ever since and then basically it just kind of organically happened alex was like hey you want to hop on this right with me and brandon and josh bricker and i was like heck yeah (laughs) and so we hit it off from there and we've written probably three or four songs now um and he kind of just out of the blue texted me after we wrote a few songs and was like hey i got this this gig coming up and they asked for an opener and you know i'd love to have you and i was like dude say no more <laughs> so so that's how we ended up meeting um for the first time too was for that gig so we had a me him and uh destiny man we had a freaking blast like two that's and from cool. there yeah it was that's a wild cool, weekend man. for sure that's awesome man they're good people too man brandon and destiny were huge oh, yeah. fans of them they're the best they're they're awesome people in general yeah it's been crazy watching his like following just blow up over the past year i'm just like wow yeah, I think it's just cool because he's just being himself, too. Yeah, like, just not... <laughs> genuine guy, yeah. you know, just singing about real stuff and just putting his real life out there on social media, and people just, they love, like, transparency, so I think that's just really working well for him. Yeah, the authenticity, man. Most definitely, man, but speaking of just your music in general, obviously you've got an amazing song that's out. It's called If Heaven Has a Back Door. Could you tell us just, like, the background of that song and how it came to be? Yeah, man. Um, it was kind of an idea, like a title idea I had in my back pocket for a while, but um, I took a, this was actually several years ago now, but I took a trip uh, to Nashville with Alex, my buddy, Alex Smith, and we wrote with uh, Jason Afable, um, Alex, and then Eric Webb. Um, and I just kind of brought up the title and I was like, you know, I, I feel like this is every person's story, you know, like it, at least the, the Christian following, like, nobody's going to feel like they're enough and they're, they're always going to kind of beat themselves up more, um, than anybody else would, you know, and that's, I feel like that's kind of the average 
mindset of, you know, like how you're doing in life. And, you know, the pe- there's some really positive people out there, but, you know, it's, it's kind of meant to relate to that average person that may be having a hard time and, and thinking like, man, if I ever freaking get to heaven, God, it's going to be through the back door because I got all <laughs> kinds of stuff man. over my head. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody can at some point in their lives, it meant that. So it was it was meant to be like kind of a positive message for that average person. Not I hate to keep saying average, but you know what I mean? Like for that yeah. typical person that, that may be a little too hard on themselves and be like, look, man, you're preaching to the choir, you know? Mm-hmm. And, we, uh, and that was cool too. Like when we recorded the song, like we actually drove to Rome, Georgia, and my buddy Breon Ford, um, at the time he was doing music, in Rome, um, and we got this choir to sing like at the end of the song. So it was just having friends and really close friends involved, and like getting to travel just to record the song. I was like, man, this is this is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Speaking of guys, we'll go ahead and play a little snippet of "If Heaven Has a Back Door," so that way you guys can get a little taste of what Sam's music's like. So we'll go ahead and play it now, and we'll be right back with you guys in just a moment. Sinner than I am a saint. More man in black than no King James. Got drunk and I did some time. Not a way to spend a Friday night. But I'm fighting like hell to get better each day. If heaven has a back door, imagine a boy like me on them gold brick streets and a black fort. guys have it if heaven has a back door by sam coon it's streaming on all major platforms make sure you guys go check that out hey sam i mean you were talking about it a little bit there but kind of take us into the into the studio into the recording process i mean what's what's that like you've written this song you've probably written it on a on an acoustic guitar and then it ends up being what it becomes i mean just kind of walk us through that a little bit man it goes through several stages and it's it's pretty in I don't want to say enjoyable, but it's pretty, it's pretty fun because there's always going to be like a new layer. Like you start off with the demo, um, and even if you get a demo, like instead of like a voice memo on an iPhone, that's exciting enough. But like for me, it's it's really it's really fun because there's always going to be like, all right, now we're going to get the guitar in there, now we're going to get the bass in there, now we're going to get the drums. Um, then we're going to add in this or that uh, production wise and then so you got all these different versions of the same song it's just building layer after layer it's kind of like baking a cake um, so it's and by the time you get like the first mix back you know by the mixer that's uh, that's kind of like that moment you know like where you really get to enjoy it like full circle so it's it's exciting to me from front to back man like it's a lot of uh, sweat equity um, but it, it's definitely worth it. And I mean, for me, it's a lot easier than, you know, for the producer um, that's putting it all together. But but uh, it's definitely an amazing process and it's really addictive. So it's kind of like to me, one of those positive addictions you can have in life, like if you're passionate Absolutely. about it. 
Absolutely. Yeah, most definitely. Sweat equity, I have not heard that term in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fitting to what you're describing, though, I mean, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's fantastic, man. And So, I mean, you mentioned a little bit ago you've got to travel the country quite a bit to just play different venues, and you toured with the band that you were in and everything like that. What are some of the best venues or most enjoyable cities that you've got to travel to to play music? Man, we've... It's kind of hard to say, to be honest with you, because, like, the outdoor kind of vibe, like, when you're playing festivals or whatnot, like, it's so much fun, and I don't even know if those were even venues, some of them, but, like, <laughs> you know, like, we, I definitely, I mean, I got to open up for the Cadillac 3 back in the day. Um, it, it was a, I don't even remember what the festival was in Nashville, but it was outdoor. Um, we got to open for Montgomery Gentry at one point. Um, and that was like a private party. I think it was yeah. it was just out in the middle of nowhere with this huge field um, wow. we, we did play at the Wild Horse Saloon um, in Nashville. That was a lot of fun But I think locally man even in Atlanta like the uh, Smith's old bar upstairs like they just they just renovated up There so I, I got to recently play there and it was it was pretty cool That's awesome That's cool, man Yeah, man you were mentioned earlier about a song that you've uh, that you wrote that you're going to be recording soon. But I mean, is there you got anything else lined up that, that you're going to go in and record or anything next kind of? What's oh yeah, next for I mean, I, it's kind of I got a ton of songs that are just in line really to be released. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely three or four in the pipeline right after. So we got a good solid uh, plan for releasing all of these songs in the next six months probably. Oh, that's awesome, man. Heck yeah. We'll be waiting for it, man, for sure. Yeah, me too, man. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, I bet. So what is one moment so far in your musical career that just stands out to you the most? Um, in my whole musical career, I guess, I don't know, man. Like, there's, there's been a lot of fun times had. I mean, I, I definitely uh, got to propose on stage, so that was really cool. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, at Callaway Gardens, that was that was a pretty big deal. And, uh, but man, there there's a lot. There's I feel like there's too many to name because it's just so much fun being out there. And I think Callaway Gardens is a cool spot. Like opening for we opened at one point for Thirty Eight Special, my old band when I was doing rock oh, over yeah. there too. Um, but yeah, uh, I think uh, it'd be too hard to name. Honestly, I couldn't come up with something. <laughs> just that would stand out right now, but hopefully I'll have an answer for you. Oh, that's all good, right? We're, <laughs> we're going to have you back down the road. Yeah. Maybe after the Grand Ole Opry or something. I could there you go. That's there it favorite. is. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So I know a little bit ago you said you've written for like Blake Shelton, and I know you've got the one that you've uh, co-wrote on for Janakis here recently. Who are some of the other artists that you've written for? Um, well, let's see. We got Brandon Davis. Uh, I have a buddy. His name is Malachi Mills, and uh, he's a he's a soul soul singing dude, man. If I to say the least, he's an amazing uh, vocalist. But he was on the Voice, or not the Voice, excuse me, American Idol okay. this past season. So that was one, and uh, and he's just a buddy, man. It's, he's local. Um, but I've written with Josh Bricker. He's also another good buddy of mine. He's kind of like in our circle. Um, but yeah, uh, I actually wrote with Jess Lee, who's out of Nashville. She's uh, 
she was on, I think, she, yeah, she was on The Voice. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember what season, but anyways, me and Alex, my buddy, went up there and wrote with her uh, just a few months ago. Um, and I think she's going to be cutting the song we wrote too. So, oh yeah, just waiting to. We're on standby for when the release date is. That's fantastic. How, how far from it. Nashville are you, Sam? Right now, I'm at like three and a half hours. But I think once I move to Woodstock, I should be, you know, hopefully an hour closer. But we'll see. That won't be too bad then. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, we're, I'm used to being back and forth from from here to there, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, most definitely. Jess Lee, it's funny you mention her because she's got a fantastic voice, man. Her vocals are oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. She, uh, she is on point, to say the least. She'll, uh, and even like the first take of a, a vocal, I'm like, okay, I guess we got everything we need there. Yeah. Just one take through. Absolutely. So she's awesome. Heck yeah, man. Well, Sam, it's been fun chatting with you here for a bit, man. We appreciate you coming on. Do you have any final words or thoughts for our listeners that are going to go check out your music or maybe some of your fans that you already have that are listening to the episode right now? Well, I mean, really just thank you to everybody that's uh, that's been taking the time to listen and, and that are fans of mine and just to stay tuned for new music because we, we definitely have new music coming out uh, this summer, um, one in June and one in July. So just stay tuned to that and, uh, yeah you know we'll be waiting for it so can't wait but yeah guys uh, sam's all over social media go check him out his handle is at sam coon music that's s-a-m-k-o-o-n music and while you're at it check us out on all social medias just search bro country pod you'll be able to find us everywhere and i think that's going to wrap it up for this week guys as always until next time keep a country and take care of each other if heaven has a back door imagine them boys Got a baby on the way So while we got married Just a little too late Mama said we might have jumped the gun but Daddy said we were way too young Everybody's always got something to say If heaven has a